This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Community Connection. This is going to be an easy show because I'm just going to introduce Jim Russell, and then he's just going to take it from there because, of course, you all know Jim from his radio shows and just from being around in the community. I don't know. Maybe you're famous for being your boy's dad. That, that's a pretty cool <laughs> job, I think. Well, and my granddaughter's grandfather, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we cannot forget that at all. So catch me up. Catch me up on your family if you don't mind doing that on the air. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Um, uh, Brad is still teaching at Georgetown. Uh, his wife, Cammie, teaches at Bismarck, Henning, Rossville, Allen Cooperative High School. Um, their oldest daughter has just started a job as a speech therapist at uh, Pinecrest uh, in Georgetown, working through base, and that is Gina, my oldest granddaughter. Uh, her younger sister, Jillian, is a student at Eastern Illinois uh, University uh, going into education. Uh, Brian is still teaching and coaching at Salt Fork High School, um, and his wife, Becky, teaches at uh, Salt Fork South, uh, the junior high. Um, Mackenzie, who is his old, their oldest daughter, um, is a student at Cedarville University in Ohio on a softball scholarship. Uh, Macy is a high school senior at Salt Fork, and Morgan is a high school freshman at Salt Fork. Um, so they're, uh, they're all doing well and, and staying busy. I just want to say, shut up. <laughs> what? How old are we then? Jeez. Uh, I'm 35. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I, I keep telling people it's amazing. My youngest, my youngest granddaughter's a freshman in high school, and I'm still just 35 years old. I haven't figured out how that works yet. I okay, say that well, to the granddaughters that just laugh at me. <laughs> well, I'm going to ascribe to the same same statement. So there, um, you know, I can remember being at Danville Area Community College, sitting in the, the stands, watching Brian play basketball and coaching the cheerleaders. Uh, you know, just seems like yesterday, but he was an amazing young man. And, and then I had the pleasure of meeting your other son. And so um, great job, Dad. Kudos to the family oh, for well. for being people of respect. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate your family. So um, you also have with you today Wendy Lambert. And, of course, Wendy's no stranger to the show either. She is um, just an amazing lady, and she's doing something different today, too. So let's talk about your new position, Wendy. Hi, and thank you for having me. Um, I have taken the position of the Vermillion County Rosk Coordinator, and uh, it's, it's basically a hub that connects everybody. We have all these amazing organizations doing awesome things. And then, but one of the biggest problems is that we don't know what each other's doing. So if we come together at the same table, um, and that involves everybody from probation to uh, Carl Hospital, OSF, um, New Directions, Rosecrans, everybody, everybody at the same table, then I think we can raise up Vermillion County to a, a, a level of success and recovery that we've never known before. So I'm really excited about it. I've been, you know, running this track for quite some time now. By the grace of God, I've got 32 years of recovery under my belt. Um, 
you know, and it's all just been such a blessing. I'm not saying it hasn't been hard times sometimes, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm really glad to be here. I never would have expected, you know, 32 years ago that I would be taking a position like this, but it just feels so natural. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, you know, you know it, you've been there, you know, it's kind of like me with the GED program. I a hundred percent thrive there because it was me. And I would always say, these are my people. I, I totally get this population and, you know, kind of the same with you. You've been there, done that. And now you're on the other side of it. So you know how to reach back and help. We are going to take our first break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Jim Russell and Wendy Lambert with us with the Vermillion County Mental Health 708 Board. So, Jim, talk about, you know, just what is the Mental Health Board? Well, the the board members are appointed by the county board. Um, and the Mental Health Board has the responsibility of taking a small, small sliver of county property taxes um, and, and allocating that to agencies that provide mental health counseling services, substance abuse treatment services, and services to uh, persons with developmental disabilities. Um, so we help fund services at Crosspoint Human Services, uh, services at Rosecrans, uh, services at WorkSource. We also help uh, fund some services at the Hubston Alta Agency. Uh, where they have um, service providers from the other agencies come in and meet with folks from the north end of the county. Uh, we've also got a part-time uh, therapist at the juvenile detention center uh, that we fully fund. Um, and then we also, my, my administrative assistant also doubles as a complex service planner. Uh, so she works with families who are involved in multiple systems. Um, you know, if, if a family's involved in, in one system, say one of their, their teenagers gets in contact with juvenile justice, that can be a, a difficult um, process to, to navigate. And if, if families are getting involved in more than one, it just makes that that much more difficult. So, so Jerry uh, helps families who are involved in um, multiple systems try to navigate uh, all those systems and, and get positive results for the family member involved. Um, mm-hmm. And then just last month, we we started the, the ROSC uh, Council and the coordinator and were able to hire Wendy on for that position. Uh, so it's, it's our responsibility to, again, allocate that funding from the county and then follow up with the agencies, um, you know, to make sure that they're following through on what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and then look for other opportunities to, to get funding for the county um, and identify other service gaps that we might uh, be able to, to fill. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, I saw that you were advocating for the new position. Talk about why there was a need. Well, the, the ROSC Council, ROSC is R-O-S-C, and that stands for Recovery Oriented System of Care. Um, and like Wendy mentioned, there's a lot of good programming and a lot of good services provided in Vermillion County. And, and this has been true of, of a lot of other places, too. Um, but because all of those agencies and providers and groups are separate, there hasn't really been much coordination, communication uh, uh, between them among those agencies. 
so the, the state of Illinois actually came up with a good idea that they had they borrowed from some other places. Um, but the recovery-oriented system of care is is established to connect all of the pieces, all the providers together, um, not just the, the service providers for people who provide the treatment for substance use disorders, uh, but the support groups um, like the Step Recovery Center, um, like um, the, the recovery efforts that are located at, at, at some of the churches throughout the county. Um, but part of the problem for people who are in the recovery is, is finding housing. A part of the problem is getting a good job. A part of the problem may be other issues going on with their families. So the, the system of care approach looks at the, the whole person and not just the, the substance abuse treatment needs, but employment needs, housing needs, community needs, and how can we bring everybody to the, t- to the table in Vermillion County and provide that entire system of care uh, to that person who needs that help. Um, one of the things we also want to do and continue to do with, with this effort is educate people and reduce and remove the stigma that's related to uh, any mental health issues, including substance use disorder. Um, there have already been uh, I believe it's 20 fatal overdoses this year in Vermillion County. Uh, that's appalling. And a lot of people, when they hear drug overdose, they automatically think of that old, old uh, stereotype or caricature of the, the, to put it bluntly, the street bomb who, who's using and shooting up and then dying as a result. Well, that's not true anymore. You've got professional people. You've got grandfathers and grandmothers. You've got career people. You've got uh, consistently employed people who have gotten uh, hooked on one type of opiate, for for instance, uh, or another, um, and then not be able to to break that 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 dependence upon that drug. Um, the number of people who have become addicted because of prescription painkiller. It's, it's just it's, it's going through the roof and and that's a person who was following a doctor's orders taking a prescription painkiller that the doctor prescribed um, and then getting hooked on it and not not able to break that addiction with with that opioid so when the pain painkiller prescription runs out but they still have the addiction they look and search and and find something to take its place and then they wind up getting connected with somebody who's dealing something that's, that's laced with fentanyl, um, and it kills them. Um, and it's, it's just a tragic tragic end uh, to a tragic situation. And, and we, we've got to change the thinking that, that completely and totally blames the person as if it's all their fault, um, that, that they got addicted, especially in those situations where the addiction came as a result of that prescription medication. How closely related is drug use with mental health issues? <laughs> oh, there are there are so many people who have undiagnosed uh, disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, depression and anxiety are probably the, the two leading ones where they don't like the way that they feel. So they look for something to make them feel better. Uh, for some people, it's, it's, it's just tobacco. 
but there are other people who start using uh, either prescription drugs or illicit medications or alcohol. And when they're on that drug, on that substance, they feel some relief from their depression or their anxiety. Um, so they, they get that temporary relief and it makes them feel better. They start to use that substance more because they like feeling better. But then there's something about their psychological makeup or the organic makeup of their brain where they develop an addiction to that substance and that they're hooked on it. So sometimes it starts because a person has an undiagnosed mental illness and they've been self-medicating. Um, and then it, it goes from there. Uh, one of the interesting things that a lot of the research is looking at is, is there some difference just in the brain makeup uh, that can that can lead to an addiction? Um, and I use myself as an example a, a lot. I had to have some hip repair surgery several years ago. Not hip replacement, just hip repair. But leading up to that surgery and then after it, the surgeon put me on some pretty strong uh, pain medication. I've known other people who have taken that same pain medication and gotten addicted to it. For me, fortunately, I didn't. Um, so the, the question becomes, okay, why? Uh, why is that other person addicted and, and I wasn't? It, is there something organically? Is there something physically? Or is there something in the, uh, the, the makeup of the brain that results in a person being more likely to be addicted to something? Uh, you know, and, that, and that's part of the research that's, that's being looked at, too. So you know, th there's connections between mental health and, and substance abuse. There's connections between uh, poverty and substance abuse. There's connections between trauma and substance abuse, uh, between crisis in a person's life and substance abuse. So there, there's just so many connections and causes. And it, it's just like so many other problems that we look at. If it was, if it was simple, we would have already found a solution to it. But it's complicated and complex, and it's going to take a lot of efforts coming from a lot of different uh, directions to, to really solve the problem. Right. And, you know, it goes back to that whole, as you're saying, that brain study, that nature versus nurture. And why does why do some people ascribe and some people don't? So it's like one of those unending questions. And uh Focusing the study on it, you know, again, recognizing the problem and the connections is our first step. So we will take our next break, come back, and then we'll jump right back into the conversation. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection this morning. We have Jim Russell and Wendy Lambert, Vermilion County Mental Health 708 Board and ROSC program, newly appointed for Wendy. And so, Wendy, talk about trying to bring all the groups together. Do you have everybody you need, or are you still looking for, for people that are providing services that you may not know about? Um, no, we're always trying to build a, a community um, culture that nurtures recovery by collaborating all of us together. So we're always looking for more members. I've been out to several organizations um, I know I've had the ability to do that by not being in the truck, um, you know, so I've been able to go to these places and see their operations and talk to them about jumping on the council um, and promote the needs of the recovery community. You know, um, our first meeting is scheduled for October the 
24th, 26th, 26th at 4 p.m. and it'll be here at the office. So we'll use the um, the conference room, the large conference room for that. But um, just bringing this all together and defining what our responsibilities are and then building a working relationship between all the parties, you know, all the different agencies where how we'll work together with the community <clears throat> and then, and, uh, you know, just nurture recovery. Every aspect, there's multiple pathways to recovery, you know, and the people that are addicted, just like Jim was saying, you know, they it's, it's not always just because they tried something or, you know, I mean, sometimes it's because of medical issues and stuff. And um, I know that a lot of us um, in our circles in recovery, you know, we believe that there's a gene um, that predisposes us to addiction. So, you know, maybe, you know, my, my, uh, a different family member would be okay with, you know, having a couple of drinks. But for me, it was, that was just the beginning. And boy, I'll tell you, it was a monster that I, I, it, it took everything I had and a team of people to help me get out of, you know, by the grace of God, I survived it, but there's so many people that don't, you know, and, and a lot of people think that, the misconception is that they can just quit whenever they want to. And, and that is so, so not true. I mean, the first one may have been something that you chose, um, just trying to fit in or like Jim says, you know, from a, an accident or something, just medication, you know, but once you cross that line, you know, then it, it would take over your whole life, you know, and that you can't just stop, you know, you, you're going to need some help doing that. And that's what we're here for. And part of the, 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 Ross, the Ross Council is open to anybody. It's not just for providers. It's not just for agencies. Uh, we're asking people who are in recovery to come and be a part of it uh, because, like, like Wendy, they're the ones who've walked the walk and have been successful. And we want to find from, from them what are the types of things that are, that are, that are needed uh, for people who are trying to get into that recovery mode uh, what kind of services uh, work? Uh, what what other things what other things are missing? Uh, how can we as a community come together and and provide all those supports uh, to to help to help the people who are making the effort uh, to to get and stay clean and get into recovery and and stay there? But at the same time, and and here's something I just want to always remind people of, you know, it's probably going to happen that relapse will occur with someone who's, who's been addicted to a substance. You know, there are some people who start a treatment program and, and stay clean and sober and never have a relapse, but those numbers are few and far between. So part of the, part of the response of that person who's in recovery and part of whether they're going to be successful or not is determined, and it's not completely dependent on that, but it's determined by how helpful and supportful their support system is that first time they haven't missed out. And we need to continue to encourage people if they start recovery and they do have a relapse to get back in recovery again and continue that process that, that keeps them going. Um, we can't do anything for that person who's died of a fatal overdose. We can't save that person from anything. As long as that person who's struggling is still living and still breathing and still making the effort, we can do the things that can provide the support to help them be successful. And, and that's, that's the major goal of the Ross Council.
Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, again, when I saw that you all were petitioning for the position because you were, if I, if I remember correctly, you received a big stipend from the county and then the city. And this is why, because we have to have somebody coordinating these efforts. So we're stronger when we, we braid all the, you know, it talks of going back to the Bible and, you know, the, the three strand cord and how that's stronger than just the one cord. This is this makes this a stronger system. Well, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I think we really need to express our appreciation and, and offer kudos to both the county board um, and the city council for approving the funding that is making this possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really think I really think it can make a difference in our community. Are we going to stop uh, drug overdoses? No. It's it's just not going to happen. I mean, you you have to be realistic. But if we're able to save one person, it'll be worth it. Um, but if if we if we establish and then support the program the way that it really needs, uh, we'll reach more than one person. But even if we just reach one, it would be it'd be better than seeing that person die. Mm-hmm. So, like, so what's the value of one life? It's worth that. It's worth the seventy, the hundred thousand dollars, or whatever the position was. Um, it's worth that. So you were talking about the meeting on October the twenty sixth at four p.m. the the Rosk um, Council or the Rosk meeting um, that it was open to the public, and I'm sure that you're inviting faith based too. Absolutely, yeah. anybody, everybody. Uh, you know, if 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 you're involved in any type of NA or AA meeting, if you have a support group, if you've got a faith-based organization, uh, if you've got a support group that, that's not faith-based, uh, we still want to hear from you. We still want to uh, have you take part in, in this council. Again, we're, we're trying to put together the system of care, the entire system that's going to provide the things that, that people in recovery need uh, to be successful. Um, and you know, one of the one of the things Wendy and I are doing too. There are some other OSC councils already established across the state, and, and I will steal from anybody. I, I don't have to have an original. <laughs> I, I don't have to have an original thought. I don't. I called me at the at the station and said before, you know, if you steal something from him, it means it's been stolen twice because he got it from somebody else. <laughs> so we're we're not going to reinvent the wheel for in county, but we're also going to recognize that every county is different, and something that works in some other place may not necessarily work here. So if we try something and it doesn't go, we'll cast that aside and try something else. And it'll, it'll take a little while for us to get this really set up and, and going. Um, and that's one of the things Wendy and I have talked about, too. We want to have a good, solid foundation. We want to lay the groundwork so that it's something that will keep going. We don't want it to be a flat, flash in the pan uh, right. that gets a little bit of attention and goes away. We want it to be something that's going to still, still be here years from now after Wendy and I are both too old to work anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, folks, I'd like you to please note that today you just learned Jim Russell was a gangster. <laughs> and he did not have hip replacement because he's only 35. So how could that possibly happen? Um, so we are Vermillion County Mental Health 708 Board. You know, sometimes you have to laugh just to make sense of all sense of all of it but we were very happy to have jim here today and wendy here today wendy congratulations on your uh new appointment 
Again, her meeting is going to be October the 26th at 4 p.m. Wendy, where is that going to be at? Right here at the Mental Health uh, 200 South College. In the, in the conference room at yeah. the Vermilion County Health Department. Yes. Yeah. 200 South okay. College Street. So you, right. come in, you come in the front door, we'll find you and get you to the right place. Right. Okay, sounds good. So we will certainly have you all back on again. You know, Wendy, let's keep in contact. And Jim, I know you've always got good things to say. Audience, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. You know, it's it's not always fun talking about sad issues, but, you know, you, you can see the happiness that comes from it once, once a person's been successful. And, you know, what a great opportunity to come together as a community to do what we do best. And I brag about it all the time. This is what we do best. We come together as a community so a great way to participate again october 26th at 4 p.m if you think you have something that could add to this council please come and participate in that we'll be back in the morning with another show have a good rest of your day and we'll talk with you in the morning you've been listening to the newhoff media podcast network for more visit newhoffmedia.com